Hey there, hey, and welcome to this Friday pot of Born to be a Star. We got a special guest on today, so yay! Um, I'm not going to tell you who it is, but it's somebody you're going to like. Um, anyways, outside of the special guest, I'm here and we have a lot to talk about. It's been a great week. Um, the weather's been nice. It's been really hot. The bugs are out. The sun's out. It's summer. Who doesn't like that? I'm still questioning going in the pig, I mean, the pool after I saw a pig get in it. Some very strange person got well, in the pool. Was in it today or <laughs> so. Oh man! So I don't know if I can get into that. I guess you just heard who the guest was. Um, anyways, um, we got a lot to talk about, but I did want to get into the pool. But there, it's gonna have to get cleaned out first before I get in after that. Well, of a woman or whoever that was, I've I have a lot of questions and there aren't any answers for that. Outside of that. Uh, today is just another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, for you to see where you've been and where you're going on your journey. Your journey is yours, right? It's not going to be like anybody else's and it's not supposed to be. You should be saying to yourself, yes, I can learn a new language. Yes, I can find a new hobby. Yes, I can read a new book. Yes, I can find a new show, find a new movie, find a new designer I like and wear what they sell yes i can decide i don't like target and i want to shop at walmart or yes i can decide i don't like retail and i just want to go amazon yes i can decide i want to get food delivery or i want to drive to the store or i can decide i want to do one thing versus another and i really don't have to explain myself about anything yes i can and yes you can too outside of that giving up if you give up right how are you going to get to the best part of the story do you think john cena tells children with cancer they shouldn't keep fighting do you think that's something you'd want to say to somebody that you're related to or somebody you love? Give up. I know you're trying to get through this chemo, but you look horrible. So maybe you should just stop. Like, I don't think that's a conversation we should be having with people we love. And honestly, fighting for something that you really want is the best part of the story. Sometimes you're going to have to go through hard, difficult times to get to the better part of that and to get to the good of the story. And that is going to make the ending of it that much better, right? Never give up. Always fight. Always persevere. And always stay constructed and confident that you will make it through. Because you will. And finally, why not today? Because if you keep putting things on the back burner and you're indecisive and you're procrastinating all the time and you don't want to make decisions and you don't want to call back that doctor or you don't want to schedule that appointment that you really need to go to or your mom's been texting you about something and you won't respond back to her, how do you know what's, going to, what's happening? If your brother keeps calling you, clearly he's calling you for a reason, pick up the phone, man. If you need to bring your pet to an appointment, don't keep rescheduling your pet appointment. They probably really need to go to the veterinarian or they probably really need to go you know, to the, the place and get like a, a puppy wash or whatever. You really have to do things. I don't think we get a day off. I think we need to be able to use the time we have available to get things done that are important. You can't let your laundry sit around for like nine years and then decide you want to wash it nine years later. That's not going to work out well, right? If the dishwasher doesn't work in your sink, you're probably going to need to get it fixed. How long are you going to wait to fix something that doesn't work? How long are you going to wait to bring your car for an oil change? You only have a certain amount of time to get those things done correctly. Moving on from these wonderful mantras, let's get into the main part of our conversation. And let me introduce our guest. Let's get into no media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. I guess we've got two guests today. One of the guests is Skip, and the other guest is Benny. You know, Benny is really not going to be talking, but he's making faces, so he is definitely in on the podcast today. Welcome both of you to the podcast of No Media Allowed, which is a part of Born to Be a Star. Uh, I hope you feel welcome here. Uh, thanks for coming into my podcast layer. Um, <laughs> don't laugh at me. I'm not a nerd. Okay, fine. I am a nerd. But you know what? Nerds are smart and cute and funny and they have so much to talk about. So why wouldn't you want to be a nerd? You want to be boring? Are you talking about the candy? <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm a nerd. <laughs> oh my god. How do We've got a lot to talk about on No Me Allowed. First stop, let's talk about Pete. Um I kinda wanna just let you talk about Pete, but I'll just say this. Over this past week there was a lot of people traveling uh, in 
in the United States of America for the holiday of, you know, the day where we enjoy 4th of July, which is basically Independence Day, right, for America. Fireworks, grilling in the back, spending time with your family, basically loving the day where you are excited about being American. Whatever. It's an important day. Don't you think that maybe, I don't know, the the airplanes or just the entire industry should have been prepared for this. I don't like listening to the excuses where they say they didn't have enough staff or they didn't know it was going to be this busy or blah, 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 blah. Didn't they get billions of dollars during COVID? I remember that being a main part of the conversation where people were like, we got to bail out the the airlines. We got to help them. Why? Do you know how much they charge to get on a plane right now and to go somewhere that's like not that far away? Like the prices have gotten really ridiculous. This man has done a lot of things really questionably wrong and he still has a job. How is he still in charge of this department? I don't get it. Like he took eight months of a leave for a a paternity leave. He's not a mom, right? He's not. He's not a woman. That I don't understand that either. I just have a lot of questions and nobody is going to answer my questions. And he's not good at this job. He's not good at it. Um, what do you think, Skip? Welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm going to keep my, my thoughts succinct on, on any topics we have. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, I think Mayor Pete, I believe... Um, came from leadership that nobody knows about, uh, some, you know, like Swamp Fox, Idaho, or some town that nobody's familiar with. Um, he, if I am remembering correctly, was one of the first people out, maybe outside of Kamala, in a 2020 uh, Democratic primary, because he's just not leadership material. Um, he was given this job um, in, in a pretty decent uh, setup and he's made everything exponentially worse every sort of travel any sort of transportation whether it's the infrastructure roads, highways uh, air, rail uh, regular motor vehicles whether by sea no matter the common carrier no matter the conveyance is all much, much, much worse shape than before he took the helm. Um, I always like to default to what it is that someone has accomplished. That's always my first line of questioning, is speaking about their wins, their victories, and what they have achieved. And I can't come up with a single achievement that he's done other than um, dodge a lot of questions and take a lot of time off and... um, I believe he also uh, explained that uh, the highway system recently uh, was racist. So, <laughs> but, uh, those, are, those, are, those are really strong additions. And, uh, I'm sorry to yeah, laugh. Oh, man, I like what you just Wonderful said. Wonderful contribution. Thank you for that. Thank you for that uh, insight. Uh, you couldn't be more correct. I can't believe he said that either. Like, how are we living in a time where somebody could be this damn bad at their job and not get fired? Like, where are we? Like, and to be in charge of something like how we get around and travel to places is pretty damn important and a place with this many millions of people that live here. And for you to fuck up on the airlines, the trains, and the roads for cars to drive on, and then tell me that the roads are racist, we need someone competent. I don't even know the name of the town that he's from, but it's nowhere important since the people that are from the town he was in said he sucked. That's the other part of it. No one has anything good to say about him. And by no one, I mean no one. Moving on from the fact that Pete sucks to the next part of the conversation, the only way to fix black communities in the only way to fix the issues in black communities is to fix the schools. I heavily agree with a bunch of other people that I've heard have this conversation. 
it's not right for people to just condemn white people. And I'm talking about white liberals and anyone else, really, any other idiot Democrat. And I'm going to say that to open this conversation. It's not right for the fake media to come after white people and blame them for black children not knowing anything. This is the problem of the public education problem that we have in America and the Department of Education that isn't teaching these kids anything. They cannot read. They cannot write. They can't comprehend anything. They cannot have conversations with each other. If they're not learning at a basic level to write and read and to understand simple history and things like that, like the the, the idea of economics and things that are seriously important that are going to be important to them later on in their lives, how are they going to be competitive in any way? They're not going to be competitive in any way. I think that we should be questioning where these kids are learning. How much money is actually being put in these places? Like, what's up with these teachers that aren't teaching these kids anything except for things that don't actually matter? These kids, if they want jobs, if they want to be competitive, if they want to be able to survive because it's the eat or be eaten world we live in, they're going to have to know some things to get them to the next stage. And the next stage can't always be they're just going to figure it out or they're just going to get a job. Why can't these kids go to college? Black kids, black Americans can be successful. They can be multi-trillionaires and billionaires. They can be um, their own bosses. They can be entrepreneurs. They can be they can go into sports. They can do anything they put their minds to. And the idea that the problem is being initiated at this young age from 4 to 17 or 18 is insane. What's your take on education in black communities? Uh, well, I'm going to leave, I'm gonna leave the, the demography unpacking to you. I would just say in general across the board on any community um, where... Uh, Tests are being scored less, where grades are being lowered, where bars are being lowered, and where um, traditional expectations are being altered. Um, I think you're setting people up for uh, a, a very rough future. And I think that across the board, the um, the focus in educational institutions is uh, is very incorrect. They have pivoted instead of the real life things that you're going to encounter um, with a lot of like artsy fartsy shiny niche uh, subject matter that that doesn't really matter you're never going to come across it Um, so I think that what should be pivoted to or I should say return the pendulums should swing back to the elemental basics and things you're actually going to come across are things like uh, reading and writing and um, social skills and uh, arithmetic, basic rudimentary math of adding and subtracting and um, estimation, financial literacy, and learning how to budget and uh, balance a checkbook. I think those things are important, and I think that we've really gotten away from that. And most importantly, we've gotten away from the idea of what school at its most distilled and basic form is about. It's not about the teachers. It's not about leadership. It's not about um, the educators expressing their individuality. Who gives a shit? Um, It is for an educator to educate children so they are able to um, be successful in whatever walk of life or uh, discipline or vocation or profession they choose to walk down. And we've gotten um, very acutely away from that, sadly. So things will continue to be bad until the educators uh, take, uh, take the reins and take more onus on them and make it less about them. Stop being so egotistical. Stop coming to express your your hubris so much we're living vicariously through children and uh focus on helping the next generation uh have a chance to succeed like you were given i completely agree with what you just said thank you for your thoughts and your opinion on that part of the conversation um 
I think moving into the next part of our conversation was just connected to what we just said. I think another thing we have to stop doing, and the reason why I said black communities, is because I want to ruin the idea of, I want to get rid of the idea of race. Like, the problem with black communities is that we're calling them black communities. They're just another community where black people live in them. It, the, white people live in some of those communities too. It's, it's not just black communities, right? These teachers are being so unfair to these children. And this is why I left education. It makes me want to cry. They only care about numbers. They're not thinking about the children in reality. If these kids cannot read and write and they don't understand basic things, they're not going to survive in reality. And what is wrong with the idea of kids going to college and being educated? What is wrong with the idea of kids following the same guidelines a lot of others followed to be successful? That's my problem with the idea of black communities. It's that these people think they're helping and they are not. These educators need to get back to educating. And until they do that, it's not just going to be these black communities that are going to suffer. It's going to be all communities that are going to suffer. But especially the black, the predominantly black communities. Because the teachers aren't thinking about the kids. The teachers are thinking about how they look on TikTok. That, that's what's happening here. Which leads me into the next part of our conversation, Skip. Black on black crime. I think that it's insane. Just the way we just talked about education. That we want to pretend that black people don't do things to black people. That some random holiday that we just created called Juneteenth which I don't have anything against, just like I don't have anything against any other holiday or holidays for people that are Jewish or Spanish or whatever race you are. I don't have anything against any holidays. But can I tell you what I witnessed on that holiday? People being robbed and held at gunpoint and shot and killed and stabbed. And and that was the celebration of that holiday. That's not a good celebration. Why are we acting like there's not race on race crime? Why don't we act like black people don't kill black people in any city, any state, anywhere around the United States or in the world? Why are we just condemning everybody else and we're not calling a spade a spade? I think that the fake media has something to do with this insanity. And I think they should be ashamed of themselves. I think they should just not want to look in the mirror at themselves and be horrified with who they've become because we're not talking about real Chicago. People running up to a police officer at her house and shooting her in the face, right? Because guess who did that? It wasn't a white person. And we're not talking about the woman that was on the Republican city council that got shot in her face that was a black woman either. Are all these black people that die every day the ones that are shot by black people they're not on the news and we don't know their names you know why because it doesn't fit their narrative how are we going to get past this crime ridden insanity if we don't call things out for what they are your thoughts um i think that uh the mainstream media has been uh totally uh weaponized and they're uh, unbelievably corrupt and they are um, not at all reliable and they're greatly compromised and I'm finding it harder and harder and harder to uh, buy into uh, what's being peddled by the the media these days. Uh, They're uh, extremely slanted and extremely hypocritical and this is just writ large and uh, they uh, seem to be uh, abnegating their responsibility as giving uh, news and instead putting their their own um, op-ed non-sequitur twist onto things that there, there's really no gray area for it's Whatever took place, took place. Just report on that, and that's it. If there was a fire somewhere, if there was a victory somewhere, if there was a tragedy somewhere, just just speak on that. We don't need um, 
all the indoctrinated uh, slanting. It's a lot of uh, omission, reporting by omission, and a lot of grievous yellow journalism. And uh, they're definitely the most uh, dangerous part of uh, the country today. And they seem to be uh, abandoning their responsibility as a First Amendment absolutist. And they also seem to be part of a much larger um, threatening propaganda machine, which is uh, slowly wriggling its tendrils into uh, all parts of life. So um, I think that if you ask the average American, they will give a big time thumbs down to both local and national uh, journalism. I think we should get back to uh, what it is that they should be doing, which is uh, telling the truth. And as far as certain crimes, um, the statistics are all out there. Uh, only people with an agenda will not tell the truth. Um, and that's why we've never had more access to information. You don't need to be um, helpless and uh, fruitless and be a, uh, a, a catatonic uh, bump on a log, you're free to take a look at the same uh, resources and um, informational avenues that everyone else does. And you can take a look and research and see what's going on. You don't have to uh, rely on the very uh, fake and uh, weaponized and agenda-laced uh, things like uh, MSDNC and uh, Clinton News and um, America's National Propaganda Radio, which is NPR, Bezos Post, NYT, all, ABC. All, there's all, so many all the of usual, them. All the usual suspects. So I think uh -huh. that all crime is bad. I think that all humans are uh, are equal and proportional. And I think that uh, treating certain groups um, or blaming them on for uh, everything uh, is both a boogeyman and a straw man and a fallacy and I think that the media is uh, the the biggest one stirring the pot and uh, causing this trouble I think they're very very dishonest I think they're all in on it I think this is called the uniparty and I and I think that the victims of this are the black communities are black people I think that the majority of them don't want to have this conversation and they don't want to deal with the idea that they're a part of the problem. You elected this into office. Either you didn't vote or you didn't. You voted for them. And when you witness stuff where you live and you see these things happening and then you look at the TV and you see a lie. Doesn't that lead you to exactly what Skip just said? We're in a place where I research my own news, man. I do my own deep dives. When I come up with these conversations, whether uh, to have on no media allowed, I'm looking up my own things to, to bring you this insight. Because it's getting harder to find the truth. Because everybody is trying to bury it. Because burying reality is better than dealing with it in their eyes. But I, like Skip, believe that everybody should have the opportunity to do whatever they want with it. I don't think it's dependent on the color of your skin. I don't think it matters what street you grow up on, what school you live at, or where your parents went to college. I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think that if you work hard and you really want to be successful, you can be. And I just want to give hope to everybody. I just want to be the star that I am and I want to ignite everybody with their star power and tell you it doesn't matter if you're black. If you witness bad things and you don't agree with it, you don't have to. You can make it. It doesn't matter what color you are. And that's what's important here. We get away from race and we get back to character because that's what everything is reliant on. Who you actually are, not what you look like, not what your reflection is, but you. Moving into the next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that the media sucks, Penny. Do you think Penny's innocent, the guy that is a Marine, and they are just ridiculously going after him after another person stabbed somebody on a train and they got away with it? So I don't even know why we're talking about this anymore. I just feel like Braggs is, a, is clearly a Soros DA. I mean, he's attacking Trump, too, and that's 
a horrible thing to do as well. But there's been so many incidents with Braggs where he just lets bad guys go off and they don't serve any time and they don't have to deal with the consequences of killing somebody or doing something that they're not supposed to do. And Braggs is not a good representation for New York. Like, isn't it horrible that you can't be a hero anymore because you get punished for protecting people? Where does this end? Like, if, if, if this guy, Penny, didn't jump in here, who knows who could have died? Are we just going to let people die now and there's not going to be any, like, heroes anymore? Is the idea of being a hero dead? Your take, Skip, because you like Batman. And as someone that likes <laughs> Batman and likes DC and understands villains versus heroes, where do you think we're going here? Because I think this is setting a bad precedent long term that we're not going to be able to recover from. I think this is telling people, if you see something, you better not say anything because you're probably going to get in trouble. Um, yeah. So people are getting what they voted for. They want chaos in things like New York and uh, other places where, where chaos is uh, pervasive and ubiquitous. And so when you're um, when you have decided that that's the path that you want, that makes um, society lean more into that. And then when you um, vilify or demonize uh, groups of people that are uh, stepping in if that's what took place and that's what they thought they were doing then um, you're going to disincentivize other people and down the line other innocent people will be hurt um, but I have very little sympathy for uh, the crime spree that's taking place coast to coast because this is what people decided that they wanted. They decided it in 2020. They doubled down on it in 2022. I, I have no sympathy or empathy for choices that people who are uninformed um, have made. They decided uh, as far as a template how they want the landscape of the country to be. I don't see the terrain alternating anytime soon. I will let the, uh, I'll let the court um, have its way and adjudicate um, that specific instance that you're referencing. Um, I believe that the pretext has always been innocent until proven guilty. So that's not good if people are already um, compounding or piling on with judgments when it's going to be up to uh, a jury of their peers. And um, I would tell people uh, to. Uh, Stay out of crime-riddled areas and stay out of places where um, you will be uh, punished instead of lauded for being a hero. Um, I mean, I won't be riding a New York subway anytime soon. There's nothing in New York that I want to see. Um, maybe when they clean it up, I'll be more um, willing and... Uh, amenable to uh, taking a look, but I would just caution people uh, to take a look at what's happening uh, coast to coast, north to south, wherever you'd like in the country, because it's happening in all corners. Um, it's happening in the Pacific uh, West, it's happening in the Northwest, it's happening certainly in the uh, traditional uh, academic Northeast. Um, and it's certainly happening throughout the Midwest and um, along the Atlantic coastline, the, the more south you go. Um, parts of Texas, uh, Fort Worth, uh, Dallas, Houston um, have never uh, been uh, more, more tide-turning than um, what we've seen traditionally. So I would just caution people that if those are the sort of things that you want to be a part of, um, I feel like you're kind of risking yourself or putting your safety of you or whoever you went with more so. Um, and I'm going to be uh, a little more circumspect now, and I'm going to uh, keep myself safe and not put myself in, uh, in dangerous situations, which would traditionally be safer situations. The country's decided to go uh, one way, and um, I, I don't see it getting better anytime soon.
Okay, that leads me to the last part of this conversation on no media allowed. Blue states suck, man. And leading to what you just said, it it's not just blue states, but it's predominantly blue states. And I no nothing's gonna make me want to go to New York right now. I'm good. I, I have been naysaying California for like the last two and a half years. And, and, and I'm never going to, there's nothing in California I care about seeing because I'm not going to go anywhere where I'm going to risk my safety to be there. Pass. I don't trust LAX. I don't trust any of the people there. It just seems like an unsafe environment for me. And it doesn't seem like a place I'd want to visit. Like as someone that lives in a specific part of the United States, clearly I'm a person that likes to travel and see things. But in this situation, do I really want to risk things? by going to these places what's really in chicago that i need to see where i want to risk my safety and my life nothing and what are they offering do i want to see people in tents all over the streets la's been completely taken over by this um homeless thing and it and it doesn't look like la anymore it looks like a eighth world country like this is a horrible sight to see and when i watch clips of things or I see like what actual cities look like, like Detroit, Chicago, Michigan, any of these areas, right? I got a couple more for you. I mean, certainly you could do uh, Baltimore, Portland, Oregon. That you place looks like a nightmare. You yep. can do San Francisco, of course. You can do San Diego. You can do Seattle. You can do Milwaukee. Jesus. I mean, you can keep running down the line. And certainly don't forget the dump known as Minneapolis. Oh, my God. These places look horrible, yo. When you look at the videotapes or you look at the pictures or you look at... There's people admitting on the street that they don't need to work at jobs because they pay them money for them not to do anything. We're incentivizing bummery and we're incentivizing non-working, non-contributors to do drugs on streets. That's American cities, but predominantly blue state cities. And you know who they have to blame for that? Themselves, because you all voted for it. So I don't want to hear anything. Don't come crying. Don't complain about your reality. Don't try to blame anybody else for it. You went and you voted for this. So now you got to deal with it. You made your bed, lay in it. That's it. There's nothing else to talk about. These cities are horrific. They're horrible. They're embarrassing. And I can't even believe that this is happening in the United States of America. There used to just be something called respect. And there isn't. That's gone. So, who knows? Moving into the next part of the conversation, which is the tea of the day. Be proud of yourself. Wherever you are on your journey of life, look in your mirror and say to yourself, yes, I can never give up. Why not today? And be proud of where you are. Be proud of what you overcame. Be proud of where you're going next. Be proud of your journey. Laugh, giggle, smile, have fun. Enjoy your life. Be proud of where you are. Love your environment. Even if it's not exactly where you want to be, be grateful for what you have. Be humble with what you have and be proud of what you have. Because you know what? It could always be worse. It could legitimately always be worse. Today is Friday, and on this Friday, I had a milk. I'm have well I, earlier. I had a milk tea. It was a, uh, I think it was a peach milk tea. So that's the tea of the day that I had today. I had it with ice, and I had it with some, uh, some of the bubbles at the bottom of it. It was very good. Um, I never tried that flavor before and I definitely recommend that if you like bubble tea then I think you'll definitely like that new peach refresher that they have but be proud of yourself I don't think we hear that enough I don't think we hear it enough that you did it you accomplished it good for you great job I don't think people hear that enough I think the idea is just keep going suck it up nobody cares like you're supposed to do this anyway. It, it can't just always be that. Sometimes it has to be great job. Like if you're graduating from college, if you got your dream job, if you just bought your house, if you had your first kid, if you're doing things like that, you should be proud of that. You should be jumping up and down, doing cartwheels, flipping up in a bed, having fun and excited about that. That should be something that you're happy about. That's the tea of the day. Moving into the main part of the conversation, giving up the nail shop for nail boo. Dude, I did my own nails. My nail boo finally came. I did my nails. They're pink and some summery shimmer color. And I'm loving it, right? Like trying to get to the nail shop is just 
horrible man then i make an appointment then i get there on time she's never available then i gotta wait and i'm not saying that jenny doesn't do a good job but i don't want to pay a hundred dollars to jenny for my nails and then a week later something happens to them one of them gets dented some of the nail polish starts to come off granted it's powder so it's dip but now that i've deciphered i can do my own nail boo dip why would i pay sixty dollars to jenny when i could do it myself right i built my own nail shop in my uh pod layer in my podcast layer that i have here in our house and i can do my own nails i i watched youtube videos to file my own nails and i figured out how to do nail boo dip watching nail boo, boo youtube videos and Granted, it do, it might not look as good as it does at the nail shop, but it looks decent enough that I don't think I want to spend my time going back to a nail shop all the time. Maybe once in a while, but not all the time. So, I really like Nail Boo. I ordered a bunch of different colors, and I ordered the summer sale that they had. Outside of Nail Boo, I'm considering Revel and Soul Dip. That's something that I definitely want to look at as well. I'm probably going to be ordering Revel next. That's going to be the next uh, nail dip that I get. Next part of the conversation, change is necessary. If you want to be successful, you can't just do the same thing all the time. Change is necessary. You're going to have to change some things if you want to accomplish more goals. You're going to have to get prepared to reach that next that next goal. Like If you want to be successful and you want to do amazing things, if you want to be a star wherever you are, you're going to have to fight the darkness. You're going to have to ignore people and you're going to have to separate yourself from others, right? You're just going to have to do that. That's not something that we're talking about. It's something that you're going to have to do. Like you have to be aware that that's going to happen. That's what I'm trying to prepare you for. You're going to have to change. You're going to have to let things go. You're going to have to move away from certain things. You got to have to be aware of things that don't work out and don't aren't aren't right and you're just gonna have to become the person that's like yeah this isn't working for me and walk away no second thoughts about it just walk away from it there's nothing wrong with knowing something doesn't work and just walking away from it but change is a part of life and that's not going to be something you're going to be able to stop you're going to have to maybe get used to shopping at a new store you're going to have to get used to another hair color you're going to have to get used to different working environment especially if you're changing your career or something or you're going to have to maybe learn something that you've never learned before. And that's a change that you're going to have to be ready for. Next part of conversation, who has time for nail salons? Not me, like I just said earlier. Touching up your wardrobe, that doesn't mean you need to buy an entirely new wardrobe. That means you're like maybe getting a belt, like a couple, like two pairs of like pants or like a shirt or something. That doesn't mean you have to like go to like H&M or Forever 21 and drop like $200 or go to Michael Kors and spend $500 on a watch. That means that you're getting little things that are accessories to help spice up your wardrobe. And that doesn't have to be expensive. You can go to Savers. You can go to Goodwill. You can go to the thrift shop. You could do whatever you want. You could even just go on Amazon if you get lazy enough and you don't want to go anywhere. Honestly, I'm at that point where, like, do I really want to go to the store? No is the answer to that. Cute accessories. Like jewelry, like scarves headbands those to me are cute accessories like necklaces uh granted i like to wear my cross with my heart from church those are that's my favorite necklace right now but look maybe little press on earrings bracelets little things like that just cute little accessories maybe like a tie or like a bow tie depending if you're going somewhere special like those to me are cute accessories less jewelry looks better like when I see people with like seven rings on their fingers and like 12 necklaces and 15 earrings in their ear or they have like the gauge in their ear so their ear is huge, that to me is questionable. That doesn't look professional to me and I'm wondering where you work. Uh, and, and I hate to say that, but that that is the first thought I'm having, right? Like, what is that? Also, it doesn't look good. Like, being gaudy... Like, are those rings real? Like, why do you have so many rings? And I'm not saying people can't have a lot of jewelry, but I just think, depending on what your environment is, maybe less is more. Maybe maybe less is more. I think it looks better. That's just my personal opinion. I'm going for the 
London meets New York meets Miami vibe. That's really my wardrobe right now. I kind of do an assortment of all those places. Uh, probably like Upper Manhattan. Uh, we're talking Miami, South Miami, uh, Fort Lauderdale. Um, and we're talking about London, France, like Paris, ooh la la, Milan. Like, that's my vibe. That's my go-to. I like Louis Vuitton. I like Versace. I like Chanel. I like those things. That's my vibe. And that's how I like to shop. I like to find things that have imprints of those, like Prada. I like things that are representational of that. That's my go-to. variety of tunes i think you can't just listen to one thing you have to be able to listen to multiple things and i think you have to understand that one thing isn't better than another and i I think you have to find a way to be okay with that like when i'm in a car with skip i predominantly listen to the music that he likes then when i'm with by myself i listen to like frank sinatra or like billy or like I don't know. I switch up my Pandora station, but I'm trying to listen to Spotify, so I'll see how that goes. Um, I think you have to have variety. I think that definitely has to be important, and I think you have to understand that you have to have variety. Like, you don't want to just listen to, like, you know, the same thing over and over and over again. That shit's boring. Like, that that to me is not fun, and, and that's why I like listening to different things. Because I, I feel like listening to the same shit is boring. It's definitely boring to me. I don't know if it's boring to you, but it's definitely boring to me. Um, nobody wants to do that, so don't do it. Moving into watching things. Three Pines needs a season two. I really enjoyed it. The Lake, maybe I'll look at that at some point. Haven't gotten to it. Wrestling movie, I don't know, like... I was in the Rocky, but these latest couple of wrestling movies, they're not for me. I'm not a fan of them. Is If Kevin isn't in Yellowstone, are they going to be able to finish it? I don't know. Kevin Costner is like having a problem with recording things and they're having a beef or something. And there's a bunch of writers on strike too from Hollyweird. I don't know what's going on, but I just can't help feeling like, could we just get back to the basics where you people do your jobs and we just get to watch it? Why are we having these kind of conversations about that? Everybody has a job, whether you work on Wall Street, the gas station, or the Target. Like, everybody should just do their job and shut the hell up. Why do these actors and these celebrities and these kind of people, or these writers, or these executive producers, get to have these opinions, and they don't want to do anything? I'm over it. I'm over it. Me, I'm star over it. Like, Kevin Costner, could you just get your shit together and just do your damn job? Could you just shut up? Like, I'm sorry to be that person. Like, I I don't want to be that person. I'm sorry to just come across as, like, I'm a hateful individual and, like, I don't like people. Because that's not true at all. And I happen to like a lot of people, actually. You know, I, I hate to come across as that person, you know. But another part of me... can't help feeling like do your job and shut up about it like that's what I'm saying stop blabbing about how you feel but how are they going to do Yellowstone without him he's like a main character it's going to be weird like I guess you have to be used to them switching people around and like shows but I just feel like really we're like you're really at this point you're really going to do that at the end of this do you know how many shows they fucked up with having issues with staff like game of thrones ending sucked okay vam like true blood the ending of that sucked okay i'm talking about like real shows the end of um fuck is that uh the one with the italian family what is the name of it um well that one sucked too all these shit suck Why Why do we keep giving time to people that don't deserve it? Why are we giving airway to, like, actors to be able to dictate this shit? Like, I don't care what you feel. Shut up. 
make the damn movie. You're getting paid all this money to be an actor, and I got to sit here while you have a mental meltdown and watch it? Like, that's that's annoying to me, because if I do that at my job, I'm going to get fired, man. Or I'm going to get a talk or get a write-up or something. Or somebody's going to be like, yeah, you really can't act like that. That's how I kind of feel about this. If you do that at your job, are, are you going to be able to determine you're going to be able to do that? I doubt it. Uh, American stories on the screen. I think that, you know, random stories about America, like, are just necessary right now. Like, right now at the movie theater, there's one movie that's number one, and it is not Indiana Jones, and I think that in itself is beautiful. I think that a story about child slavery and child containment should be number one, especially in 2023, and I think that Disney is getting a sweet taste of reality, and I couldn't be happier to watch them die. Not literally die, but like their company fail massively. It's really entertaining for me. You know, I kind of predicted this earlier on. You know, I, I told you my thoughts on it. I thought they they weren't going to be able to do this. Weird shit where they get rid of the idea of simplicity. Like they tried to ruin Toy Story. Okay? Toy Story. They thought it was a good idea to ruin Toy Story. A movie that a lot of children have probably seen and they wanted to make Buzz gay or something. American stories that highlight American winners or Americans surviving or conquering something is definitely going to be competitive and just crush anything that's fighting against it and i think that more companies need to be aware of this and they need they need to create things that are more in line with that and i think if they continue to do that we're just going to be in a better place and i'm you know i'm hopeful that more american stories do continue to come out and uh top gun is just another one of the ones that i'm talking about and i think the idea that um Tom Cruise comes out and says he wants to be like Harrison Ford and he wants to make Matrix movies so he's 80 is beautiful because that's what this is all about. Let's get back to basics here, okay? Let's get back to basics. That's all I'm saying. I love it. I don't have anything to complain with that. Next for the boys. I don't know what's next for the boys. The last season was crazy of it and I can't wait to see whatever they do next with it. Every time I watch that series I, I find comedy humor and it's just it's very comparable to the reality we live in so i just find it hilarious so i can't wait to see whatever they do next with that moving into food milk teas do you guys like milk teas i like them my favorite is strawberry milk tea with the bubbles that blast, and I can't remember the name of them. They ran out of them, so I was mad. Um, I really do like milk teas. They're really tasty. Um, I don't know if you guys have tried them yet. I've been drinking them, like, every other day, and I really like them. I, I'm trying to get everybody into them because they're not like coffee. It's tea, really, it, and it's really good, honestly. Um, outside of milk tea... Uh, ramen. There's so many different ways to make good ramen. And I could legitimately eat that every day. Like, I love noodles. I love ramen. I love vegetables. I love eggs. I love all those things, especially a little bit of beef. Let's go. And then, the like, the inside of the egg drips into it with the sriracha. Oh, my God. That, that to me, is like a holiday in a bowl, and I can't wait to eat it. Now we're talking, man. I love that. Do I want to get back into meal prepping? The answer to that is no. Starbucks lost me. I just think that everything at Starbucks costs too much money. And I don't know why 
I have to pay like $8 for a venti latte. Like, why am I paying that much money? Pass. Like, I think it's six something. But I, then again, I can't help feeling like, why the fuck is this like six fifty? It's not worth that. How do you guys like Wahlburgers? Um, I love Wahlburgers. We had them this week. Very good with some um, chipotle cheese. Very good. Very, very, very good. Picking mustard. I think it's it's depending on do you want spicy mustard or do you want normal like French's mustard. Like uh, that's dependent on you. You know how you can make your own homemade fish sticks that doesn't require a lot of work? So you get a can of tuna fish, likely albacore, okay? Take the albacore, mix that with an egg, mix that with some seasonings. This is where you want to get your flavor guide out. You're going to get some of your garlic lovers flavor guide. You're going to get pepper and you're going to get salt. You're going to mix that together with the egg. Then you are going to get breadcrumbs. You can use whatever kind of breadcrumbs you want. You take that batter and then you kind of you can either make a nugget or you can put it in your hands and squeeze it together and then you can make sort of like a fish on the one pan and then you make it you can put that in one pan you can put that in the oven you can put that in the air fryer you leave it to cook very good very efficient doesn't take a long time finally drinking water in the summer you need to be drinking a lot of water like, you need to start your day off with water. You need to end your day with water. And you need to stay hydrated or you're going to get really sick because it's hot. Take that into consideration. I mean, granted, I know there's people that already live in Cal uh, Florida or California. It's hot every day. But if you're East Coast and it's summertime, it's really hot summertime right now. So drink lots of water. Stay hydrated. Stay in a cool setting. Don't be outside too long. And just be aware that it's hot right now. That, my friends, is the end of this pod. Thank you for tuning in with our special guest today. Hope you have a wonderful weekend, and don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. I will see you on Monday. Don't forget you're a star, and don't forget I can see you in the darkness because you are the light. Bye.